It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. We're back again, this time for episode 532. Ooh, not 532 episodes, but you know, the 32nd episode of the fifth season. I like to name it. I like to, to number these things like um, TV series do their shows. So, because everybody knows that a podcast that is audible only is definitely just like a TV series. No difference whatsoever. No no. I mean, I did toy with the idea for a hot second of making this a video podcast at some point. I'm like, nah. Like, I'd have to put on makeup and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I And you know what? I, I do love putting on makeup, but I can't tell you the last time I did that. Same here. <sighs> well, maybe you should put on makeup a little bit more, Nick. I'll give a shot. Okay. Anyway, I'm VA. I'm here with Nick again this week. He had so much fun last week. He's back. It's good to be here. It's like life is somewhat back to normal. Um, My life is somewhat back to normal. All right. Except for, you know, the whole like lockdown and quarantine and can't go anywhere anymore. Really? Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. It's not back to normal at all. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, look, I know we're all going through this. We're all going through this. We're all like, you know, in Massachusetts, things are opening up gradually. But, you know, lots of people are very, very cautious. And that's how we have to be. But, man, it's just like I this week I had to like argue with myself and just say, look, you know what? What you're feeling right now is the frustration of inconvenience. And that's fine. Yeah. Right. It's it's OK. You're inconvenienced. If you've got your health in this case, you got your family and everything, everything's good, right? So I, I have no room to complain. I just, oh man, I wish, I wish everybody in this country would just get it together, right? I wish we would all just wear a mask. That's all. That's all. It's not a political statement. Just wear a fucking mask. You know? And I say this as a person who sewed a lot of masks and distributed a fair amount of them and who is probably getting ready to start making more masks at some point, just because it, it makes me feel a little more productive and a little less helpless. But before I do that, I have to get a new sewing machine. And that was part of my deal with my husband. Get a new sewing machine because I need one. I, I also give you permission. No, I don't give you permission. I give you support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I, I need a better sewing machine that is not literally falling apart. Like I move it and like a piece falls off of the machine. You know, I was uh, cooking dinner today and I, I just thought to myself, you know, VA needs a new sewing machine. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to get my act together, call the place. Because we have a local sewing place. I wanted to make it local business. I'm going to call them and make an appointment to go buy a sewing machine. Because I can do that. I can make an appointment, go and wear my mask, be all like gloved up or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And then get a new sewing machine. <laughs> this is all scintillating topic for 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 hockey broad, uh, podcast. This is how we're opening the show. This is how we're opening the show. <laughs> wear a mask everybody yeah 
I don't care where you get the mask from, you know, mm -hmm. as long as it's not obscene. I, I don't care. You want me to make you some masks? I'll make you some masks. I have some that are still left over. We have a thunderstorm going on outside. Oh. Yes. You want a mask? Contact me. I'll send you some masks. They might not all be really like super cool and stuff like that, but I picked out some fun fabrics, so whatever. But anyway, I hope the country gets itself together. Now, it's an interesting way to start the show because basically we are talking about hockey in the time of the Rona. You know? Yeah. And uh, this week has been a roller coaster of emotions with regards to watching what's going on with uh, with our specific fan favorite, the Boston Bruins. Man, oh man. Okay, we were so happy last week. So oh, it was great. We were celebrating. We were celebrating. We were so happy that Pasta was back. And then immediately the next day as I went to edit this episode, or not this episode, but last episode, I found out that Pasta was no longer skating. <laughs> And that he was in quarantine. <laughs> well, we didn't even find out what had happened until, like, uh, I guess, uh, basically, um, Fluto Shinzawa, I think, was the one who came out with, uh, like, a pasta's agent had come out and said, um, no, he didn't test positive, but he was exposed to somebody who tested positive. So, now, one can assume that Andre Kaja, who's also out, was similarly exposed and all I can say is maybe it was because instead of quarantining they were playing pick up hockey with somebody can you imagine though they again they're professionals by them agreeing to come back to play and to participate basically in their employer their employer's rules gotta play by the rules but for a second can you imagine you're you're Joe Schmo, you're playing some pickup hockey at your local rink, and Pasternak shows up. I'm sure it was a thrill. Yeah. I'm sure it was, like, fantastic. But, Pasta, I want you to be better than this. Mm -hmm. Like, any old time, this would be great. But when you're supposed to be, I don't know, self-quarantining mm -hmm. before you get back to camp, because you took your sweet time coming back to the country. And I get it. You wanted to spend time with family and friends and whatnot. I'm just saying, maybe you should have just stayed self-quarantining. Mm -hmm. So, glad you brightened someone's day. It sucks that you are in quarantine right now. But I guess he's only in quarantine for, like, it depends right now. If he shows any symptoms, he'd have to be quarantined for longer. But... I think it's a matter of days that the medical director can decide whether or not um, to just test him and see if he if he uh, is uh, testing positive or not, or if they just let him back because he's showing no symptoms. So it depends because that whole 20 page thing, you know, it's all basically dependent upon showing symptoms and uh you know, determining how long is a, an appropriate quarantine time. So uh, usually it's 14 days, but it can be as soon as 10, depending. So Pasta and Kasha are out. And then we get word on Saturday 
that a whole bunch of players are out. <laughs> <laughs> they are all unfit to participate. And then we're was all it? just like, did your head explode? Because mine did. At that moment, I was like, you know what? Um, uh, forget the Bruins. For, forget the NHL. Just forget everything. Wrap it up. It, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't actually know until Ellen told me. And that was late into the evening. And I was like, what? I, I have not looked all day. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, huh. All right. A third of the team was out. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, Tori Krug, mm-hmm. David Krejci, Sean Corelli, Charlie Coyle. Nick Ritchie, Tuka Rask, obviously. Uh, and then later on, we would get some combination of Nordstrom, McAvoy, and Bleed. What came back about Charlie Coyle, like almost right away, his agent was like, he did not test positive. He had inconclusive test results. And I went, huh. Okay. So I decided to dig a little bit deeper. Ooh. Well, I wanted not into that. There's not very much information there. I don't know his agent personally, and I don't know Charlie Coyle personally, you know, maybe someday, but not right now. I wanted to know a little bit more about testing, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that uh, if you have a test that has high sensitivity and high specificity, I can barely ever say it specificity sometimes you just gotta slow it down that's the kind of test that you want so basically uh high sensitivity will will be able to show that um there's presence of the virus and then specificity will actually show like okay this is the virus we're looking for this is we have found rna from the the specific virus we're looking for now, last week we talked about how they aren't using serology because serology basically tests for antibodies. So it's not very helpful in trying to determine whether or not somebody currently has it. It can show you that somebody had it at some point. Right. And then since it's still so new, we don't really know very much about what serology will tell you, what, what antibody tests or antigen tests will tell you. We don't know yet because we don't know if this is like a like other coronaviruses where you have immunity for like, you know, a year or two years after having it or being exposed to it or, you know, if uh, there's no immunity at all. They I've been following this and I don't know of anything other than like they figure you might have a few months immunity, but they're not sure. It's still too new. All right. So that's a lot of boring stuff. This is stuff that I find fascinating. Lots of other people roll their eyes and like sink into a a bad place when when hearing about this stuff. But anyway, I I looked into it a little bit because I found out this week, thanks to Brandon Carlo, uh, that uh, at least some of the players, maybe not. uh, I don't know if this is the only testing that they're doing, but they're using saliva tests. Oh, All right. Now, here's the deal with saliva tests. Ready? They're accurate if you can get a good enough sample. And the problem is is that saliva doesn't necessarily provide a good enough sample. 
when they're talking about like aerosol droplets mm. that uh, they're talking about stuff that is like ejected from your nose and your throat not necessarily the saliva that's in your mouth right ah. mm. so like projectile stuff that comes from deep in because you know the most the best samples you get are from mucus if you went in through the nose or way back of the throat so that that's where you get the the good samples for for testing so saliva can produce good enough samples and it can also not provide a good enough sample so if charlie coyle did a saliva test results could be inconclusive because they found something but they don't know what it was or it did, wasn't quite COVID. Yeah. Right. So that's the kind of stuff. And, you know, inconclusive tests, sure. Hold him out till he can take another one 24 hours later. So basically what happened was almost all of those players that we named before were back on the ice on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, with the exception of Tukarask, which we found out he had an injury. Um, and then McAvoy went off and we don't really know what's going on with him. So and all we can do is go with the unfit to participate. And Bruce Cassidy said, don't read too much into that because it's not always a positive COVID test. That's it, yeah. He just can't elaborate. That's all it's, it's all the NHL has mandated that. And that's fine. And I actually, the I think it's a great r- rule. Of course, for most of the unfit to play, Im- immediately our minds are going to go towards a COVID scenario. But I was listening to a radio show from um, from uh, SN, and they were discussing, uh, and I, I just forgot his name, old uh, GM of the of the Leafs, Brian Burke. Thank you. On Sportsnet, um, right? Sportsnet, yeah. yes. And he said, of course, yes, it does protect the players, uh, you know, health information, especially if you kind of if you test positive for COVID-19, there is kind of a stigmata, uh, you know, there's like a stigma. stigma. Sorry. Yes. Stigma uh, uh, associated with it. So this protects their their uh, anything. But also I do believe that when you do test positive, they do give you the stigmata. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just it's it's actually the corona beer logo though not, <laughs> uh, but like but if an, a player is injured and they're about to be playing in the playoffs it does serve the team well and the player well to keep that a secret because opposing teams will target an injured uh player oh of course they will and that's not right but that's what happens all the time <laughs> you know um I worked in a field where I had people's sensitive medical information and I was bound by HIPAA to only share that with uh, that information with people that uh, were trusted, usually just doctors and people who worked within our agency, like say um, uh, my boss, Hmm. right? Uh, On some level, I had to share some of the stuff with the state, but we did our best to protect the information of the person. So that meant like if I was communicating with somebody, um, I couldn't necessarily tell them things over the phone. I might have to send them a fax. 
emails had to be uh unless i was like trying to coordinate a service like a flu shot or something um i could not use email to to uh to share any relevant medical information with people and that's fine um so i think that players protecting their health status or people protecting the player's health status is a great thing uh i feel like we feel like we're entitled to that information and we're not. Right? Right. Um, and the people who, if, if, if players want to share that information, by all means, they should share that information. Like in some cases, it's, it's helpful. Like, uh, you know, you have somebody like um, Max Domi who has diabetes. Well, you know, one of the things about his sharing his uh, uh his having this disease is that he's showing kids like, Hey, don't give up this, you know, this is a hard thing to deal with. And I had to learn how to deal with it in my twenties and it's okay. You know? So sometimes those things can be beneficial to other people, but you know, you and I knowing whether or not somebody tests positive for COVID is not necessarily beneficial to either of us or anyone else for that matter. So uh, so, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's just like this week I learned a very valuable lesson in like not jumping to conclusions. And it basically a lot of this stuff is testing. The turnaround mm -hmm. on testing is probably not as easy as everybody would like it to be. And that's OK. Like I said, we're not going to get into the issues of whether or not uh, this is like preferential treatment to them and or as opposed to the public, because I know that the league and the people who are doing these, you know, the teams are paying for these services. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So if they've secured a lab that will do this stuff, they're absolutely paying for it, you know, because the NHL really wanted to make sure that they're not taking away from the community. So... Uh, but, you know, as a person who is in the community seeing this, they're just like, ah, this is bullshit. This is preferential treatment. Well, I'm not going to argue about any of that. I'm just going to say all I know about the test is that <laughs> it's not a perfect thing. <laughs> and I would not be surprised at some point if we're going to see people not playing in games because a test takes too long to come back. That's going to suck. Oh, it's going to be a massive bummer. And uh, my job currently, among other things, but my main job right now is uh, administering the our COVID-19 leaf policy. And it can take a week. Well, we're not we're not the NHL. But yeah, you can have a person who is feeling fine one day, gets sick, a fever and a cough which by the way, can be still any number of things. People still get sick and it's not COVID-19, but it takes a week and a half before we can get that person back. Yeah. COVID symptoms can actually be like, people can experience COVID-19 in their gut without ever having respiratory symptoms. Mm. You know, this is one of those things where I was talking uh, with our friend group about this. Like I was reading some stuff that basically suggests that COVID-19 is not actually a, um, 
it's it's not a cardiopulmonary disease affecting only the heart and the uh, lungs, but it's actually a vascular disease, which means mm-hmm. that it's something that affects the blood vessels, right? So we, you know, think about areas where you have a lot of blood vessels, heart, lungs, obviously, mm-hmm. gut. Ah, uh, yes. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Very few things actually can go between the bl- uh, the brain blood barrier. So we don't worry about that as much. But we these are the two areas that you want to worry. <laughs> I'm sitting here grabbing my boobs and my, <laughs> my belly. Uh, but, you know, not really grabbing, just kind of put my hands there. But anyway, yeah. the, the point is, is that um, people experience the symptoms or don't experience the symptoms or don't feel like they're symptomatic because they don't have a fever. Or, you know, like some people lose their sense of taste and smell. Some people don't. Um, Some people get some really bad upper respiratory thing going on. Some people don't. All the symptoms of COVID-19 are pretty basic and very similar to many other colds, illnesses, and whatnot. With the exception that uh, if you get a bad case of COVID-19, you can die. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one symptom of COVID nineteen. Well, I mean, that's uh, yeah. one cause. I mean, cause. One, one one effect of of COVID nineteen is that you can die. Yeah. Most people don't die of colds. Most don't, and it's not like the flu. Let's just yeah. Not that I am sitting here like this is not the COVID nineteen. I'm going to dispel all this stuff. Everybody's heard this stuff before. I'm just saying the symptoms. They're just so common. So who knows? Who who knows? But they're going with the ones that they feel like they can track, like temperatures and mm-hmm. respiratory stuff. They're trying to figure out that stuff. So, <sighs> but I, I loved seeing Brandon Carlo say that he it took him forty five minutes to fill his spit cup. Oh my god, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hockey player it's just like uh, I, I don't necessarily have to be not gross <laughs> just true <laughs> I, I i don't know what kind of tests that they do if they do other tests other than the saliva tests but saliva tests are accurate as long as you have a good sample that's basically that's the i'm going to end this now i don't want to talk about covid anymore <laughs> Tugarask, though. Yes. He has a fractured finger. And apparently it happened, um, I think if I understood him correctly, it happened when he was training just before he joined in phase two. Yeah. I don't understand hockey workouts, but he was working out with crates. I am not making this up. And apparently he whacked his finger on the crates. He was kind of like, you know, he got, got into it. And of course... This is just the milk crates taking their revenge. Years later. I was just going to say, you know, Tuca and milk crates. Yes. It's not a good history. Yeah. No, no. But they're they're out for revenge now. Tuca, stay away from the milk crates. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, up for the Vesna. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the milk crates. I just, I just should let you know. <laughs> Well, I was going to be a little more nuanced and, and play right. a little game with you, but um, while I, the, ca- the cat's out of the bag now, or the, the, the toque is out of the bag now. I, I foobarred that one. 
No, it's fine. <laughs> I was going to ask you what what Satan, the vast deferens, and uh, drum kits had in common. Why? Well, I, I don't know. I was going to say they're all nominated for the Vesna. Because <laughs> Connor Hellyabuck looks kind of... He looks like Satan to me. Mm. I've said this many times. He just... There's something very evil looking about him. It's the it's the goatee. Well, and his eyebrows. Have you seen? It's true. Yeah, they are very... And that his, yeah. uh, his eyes are beady and... Mm, no. Like, not sexy Satan. Just like, mm, no. <laughs> and then Vasilevsky, I really just don't know anything about the dude. He's like super white. Know that. It's like blonde and all that stuff. But when I think of names that start with V-A-S, I think of the vast deference. <laughs> it's always about dicks. <laughs> Early on topic. If we're not talking about hockey, we're talking about dicks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this podcast is just one big, long dick joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway... And then um, Tuca, drum kits. I mean, there are so many things to do with Tuca. I almost said saunas, but um, I know that Tuca enjoys the national pastime of Finland. He wishes that saunas would take off a lot more here than they do, but whatever. I should have said long drink. That's his drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His new company makes long drink. He... He invested in that with some friends, bringing the, the, the Finnish long drink to the U.S. And it's basically gin and fresca. <laughs> well, I wonder if they come in crates, watch out. <sighs> Stay away from the milk crates, Tuka. Yeah. Stay away from the milk crates. I would, su- I would suggest a pallet with shrink wrap, but that's just my... Barely on topic. If we're not talking about hockey, dicks, we're talking about shipping. there was another award that was enough i mean there were plenty of finalists nominated for awards that i don't care about who gives a who gives a poop about the heart i don't give a poop about the heart i i'm just gonna say land dry titles should win the heart david posternock said that too Mm -hmm. absolutely he should win the heart. There you go. Done. Boom. I don't, I don't care who else. I mean, Panarin? No. 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 And who was the other person? McKinnon. Oh, no. 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 Tridesidal. Give it to him. Done. Done. And then what was the other one? Uh, the Milky? The Selkie. That's it. My mis- I got me. We're talking about the milk crates. No, no, we're t- no. The selkie is the award that's given to Irish mermaids. Oh, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you never saw the secret of Roninish. Okay. I, de- I I didn't. It's a it's an island in in Ireland, and uh, it basically it's a story of a, a girl who like. I don't think she sees a mermaid. I think she hears a story from her grandfather about a woman that he couldn't have. And it turns out um, it looks like a sea lion or a seal. Cause I think Roan means seal or something. And uh, it actually is about a mermaid. Oh, it, it's a very nice movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So um, I don't, 
have a very accurate description of it, but it was a very, it was a very nice movie. I remember seeing that in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah, I do too. It was an artsy movie. It was an import. So like I said, it was Irish. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the Selkie, the Selkie award, uh, which is given to the best defensive forward. The three finalists are Patrice Bergeron for the Ooh. ninth straight nomination. They they should eventually just name the award after him. Well, I mean, okay, this is his ninth straight nomination. He has won four times. The ninth nomination is uh, it 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 is a new record. Mm-hmm. Okay, he is of course tied with Bob Gainey for four wins of this award. If he wins again, he will break that that tie, and it will be the winningest Selkie, winningest defensive yeah. forward, I guess we'll say. The Selkiest. He'll be the, oh, he's already the Selkiest. Baby. Oh, he's so Selkie. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Ellen and I were talking about him like on one of our our Saturday nights, and and she was like. He wasn't all. He didn't always look like that. I'm like, no, no, 25. When he hit 25, that's when it all changed. Yeah, early Bergeron, uh, looked. It looked awkward. He was still growing. He was a grown boy. He was awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody goes through the awkward yeah. thing. They do. And then, but when he hit 25, boom! Whew, wow. And can you believe it? He's gonna be. He's gonna be 35. Uh, I think on Friday. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway. Yes. So Patrice Bergeron. Then we have Sean Couturier from the Flyers and uh, Ryan O'Reilly from the Blues. Yeah. You know what? If Berkey can't win it, give it to Couturier. I'm so fucking done with O'Reilly. He's like one of the last guys to not wear a visor. And to me, that just blows my mind. Well, you know, Chara. I doesn't. guess Ch- Chara. But. Chara doesn't wear one. Yeah. The thing about O'Reilly is this: he was rewarded for complaining publicly about how he didn't want to be on the the Sabers. Mm-hmm. And I get it; he's a talented dude, but I don't like it when people complain like that. Go talk to management and get yourself traded. And he very well might have done that, but he also came out in the he said. I've lost my will to play hockey here. And then they traded him. And then he wins all the awards last year and all this stuff. And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> you, you. You can sit there and you can tell me he deserved it all you want. I just, I don't like his attitude. I think he's a jerk. He, he has, a, he has a, a jerk face as well. Yeah, I'd like to punch it. Hmm. Let's just punch his face. <laughs> just... just... Okay, imagine this. I'm playing pickup hockey, and Ryan O'Reilly shows up, and I punch him in the face. He'll probably kill me. No, he's a Lady Bing nominee. He won't oh, kill I for- you. Oh, you're right. You're right. May I rant for a moment sure. about the Lady Bing? Yes. Can- yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. I think it is the most pointless award in all of North American major sports. <laughs> So when a lot of people were complaining about uh, 
uh, Austin misspelled first name Matthews <laughs> winning it for his again his uh, his alleged conduct over the summer that he uh, uh, assaulted a woman uh, I, I guess yeah sexually assaulted a woman uh, um, I, it's like you know what okay shame on the NHL for having been included but in terms of the NHL shame on you NHL for having such an award that is just become your you score a lot of points and had less than f- 10 penalty minutes you have jerks that win it yet Bergeron okay he'll get 50 penalty minutes he's playing in top defensive uh, uh roles he will never win such an award but I bet you ask anyone in the NHL he's one of the nicest guys so I, d- I just hate the the award I have I do not care who wins it in fact, I am angered just by the Lady Bing Awards existence. Unless Patrice Bergeron really hides it well, I can't think of anyone who's a better person ever than Patrice Bergeron. Well, when a uh, former Bruin, uh, both Boston Bruin and Providence Bruin, Geno Smith, was uh, battling depression, Bergeron was there for him. You're telling me that isn't a gentleman? Oh, uh, Jamel? Jamel Smith, sorry. You're telling me that isn't gentlemanly conduct that, you know, upholds the the uh, the virtues of good sportsmanship? T- to me, that that is a perfect example of what the award sh- should go for. In fact, it, it that kind of behavior goes above and beyond just the realm of sports. But no, you, you, you don't trip a guy that often. You win the award. Well, I mean... What did Patrice do uh, after George Floyd's murder? It's true. He had one of the uh, the best statements. He, he, and he donated money he to money. not only the local chapter of the N- uh, NAACP, he also donated it to a diversity, a, a similar organization up in, in in Quebec. He did the same thing. He It was like, was it 20 or 25,000? Doesn't really matter. It was for both. Mm-hmm. In, one uh one twenty thousand thing here one twenty thousand there, so he's not only is he coming out and he had an excellent statement about it, he also put his money where his mouth is, you know, and you know that it's not just talking the talk, he's walking the walk too. So it's like, yeah, Patrice Bergeron, I'm hard pressed to find someone who's probably better than him. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. Did you know this? His mom is a social worker. How? Did not know that. Yep. She instilled some really good things, and I'm sure his father did too. So, yeah. You know what? Instead of having the Lady Bing for the least penalty minutes, you really should have an award for the most penalty minutes. That would be a way more fun award, actually. It would be hilarious. Yes. (laughs) It's just so many people. So many people would just be in <laughs> it would be so hard <laughs> brad could win that award <laughs> well actually think about it you, it's near the end of the season you're like four penalty minutes behind being the top and you're like you're not but you're not a fighter that much you can just like go up to some other not fighter and they're like hey you want to help me out can we get in a fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure yeah it would be great so get on it dog hockey most penalty minutes award. I don't know who you would name it after. No more of this Lady Bing crap. There we go. That's the way I like it. That's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. I like By it. the way, I just wanted to point this out. 
I got this this week. Uh, I ordered it a few weeks ago. I totally forgot about it. I got my Change Hockey Culture shirt. Ooh. It was a fundraiser for the Hockey Diversity Alliance, which, you know, is started by Joel Ward, Chris Stewart, Matt Dumba, Akeem Alou, Alou, I should say, uh, Evander Kane, Wayne Simmons, Trevor Daly, Nazem Kadri, and Anthony Duclair. Hmm. Now, I am all for hockey inclusivity. I think that's, uh, that was why I was like, let me get that shirt. You know, they're doing something good. Let's do it. You know, so... And unrelated, two of those players you mentioned are in the top five in penalty minutes. Ooh. One of them leads the NHL in penalty minutes. Is it Evander Kane? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's actually an impressive 122 in only 64 games. Wow. Hmm. That's amazing. And uh, Kadri. Also, not to be outdone by too much, 97 in 51. He's number number five. I am curious about how Kadri is going to be during this postseason because I just want to know if it's just like it's the playoffs and this is like in his blood and that he will kind of lose his shit a little bit. Or if it's just the Bruins who make him lose his shit. It's just the Bruins. Yeah, I, probably, <laughs> probably. But, you know, he's on the abs now, so we'll see. Look. I have said plenty of things about Nazem Kadri, including last year, making the prediction early or just before the series. Kazem, uh, Kadri will do something stupid and he will be suspended. And he did something stupid and he was suspended. So I'm not going to lay any more on Kadri. It's fine. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that he is a great guy off the ice. Uh, but on the ice, he's a bit of a dick, like lots of players. So there we go. <sighs> Not picking on him. But anyway, yes, very proud of my shirt. Haven't worn it quite yet. Maybe I'll wear it Saturday night. I don't know. I got one for Glenn, too, and he's already worn his. So good for him. He's like super spelt now. I feel very, very, very jealous. Hey, there's not really much more to talk about, I guess. We can talk about the games that are coming up. Because let's see, what is today? Today's the 22nd. Yeah, so let's do that. The games that are coming up soon. Might as well tell you about the game that's happening next week. I won't get into too much more after that. I'll I'll talk about the Washington game just a little bit. So I might as well tell you at least about one game, because by the time that we record next week, the game will be upon us before we know it the next night and before I get the next episode out. So we'll tell you about this game. I thought it was on the 28th, but Nick told me it's not. And I went and looked it up <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to make sure that I got this correct. Why are you doing that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yelling at uh, this thing. But you're yelling at me. I'm like, oh, I'm, I always shake my legs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. I was totally wrong on this. Okay. All right. So. It, I was not yelling at you, Nick. I'm sorry if I it sounded like I, I was yelling at you. I'm not. What's coming out is this. Uh, the the Bruins are at, at Columbus on the 30th. That is July 30th. Yes, that is uh, eight, nine, eight days. Eight days, yeah. Eight days from now. Man. Math. Math is hard. Yes. Okay, so it's eight days from now. 
And uh, so the, the Bruins will be at Columbus, like I said, and it is an exhibition game. They're only playing one. Every team's playing one because the players said, nah, we're good with that. I originally thought it was just only on NHL Network, but guess what? It's also on Nesson. Oh, good. Yes, yes, yes. And FS Ohio. You know, they got they got great sports in Ohio. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure they do. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Sean Corrales from Ohio, and he uh, he also played at Miami of Ohio. So there we go. Ohio, I'll say it underrated. Ooh, mm-hmm. I've I've spent a lot of time in Ohio because there's a lot of weird shit to go look at in Ohio. Like the former Longa Burger Basket Company, they had a well, their former headquarters was shaped like a basket. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it was like a, a building, and it it looked like you know the the uh, the weaving of a basket, and then it had the handles on top. Yeah, so we we've been there and we've been all over. We so much folk art that's around. Yeah, so lots of interesting things to see in Ohio. Now there has been a scheduled change, but this doesn't affect us for a couple of weeks. The Bruins were originally going to play the Capitals on the 8th of August, but now that game has been moved to the 9th of August. I can't make it. Uh, That's too bad. They still don't know what time. So, I mean, they changed the day. They just don't know what time. It's great. Whatever. Ah, yeah. So that's our games of the week. Um, So fascinating. Uh, It's going to take us a while before we can actually talk about any, but I can't wait for actual hockey to happen. I hope it happens. We're we're gonna be riding this road, roller coaster for a while, so we'll see. I remain optimistic, even though Saturday I was uh, terrified that again the world was coming to an end because nine players on the Bruins were not skating. But from what I now see and understand, the NHL is being so cautious. This has been a well planned and thought out operation. Yep. I think they're doing really well. I hope that it goes all to plan. One thing I'm really curious about, um, and I'll find out, I guess Tuesday, what the games, what the games will sound like, without a crowd, without the, the those mass of bodies to actually absorb sound. Oh yeah, I know because if you've ever been in a rink where people are just hucking shots shots around, and there are no bodies around, oh, that that. Sound sometimes just goes right through you. Mm-hmm. Now, I caught a little bit, like a minute of the Red Sox exhibition game last night against the Blue Jays. So I caught a little bit of that. So not only do they have TJ, the DJ, in doing the actual, he's doing music during the game, which is cool. You know, he doesn't have to be around anybody. That's cool. I'm glad he's back to working. They also piped in noise, and I'm not sure if it was in the park or if it was just the broadcast. Mm. So I know there's talk of putting stuff in the broadcast. I just as a curious hockey fan, I hope they don't pipe in white noise. I would like to, I guess, experience the game and that game does not have fans. Hmm. So I think it'd be interesting. Unless it, it just is so awful, it doesn't matter. But I also think they'll probably pipe in white noise because you'll be able to hear every single curse word those players say. Well, you know, they're also going to be on a delay. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, the five it's a five second delay. Yeah, so they can. I, Thanks, I'm just Janet like, Jackson. And like, damn it, I want to hear people say fuck. You know, because mm-hmm. I like hearing people say fuck. <laughs> I, I I fucking love it too. Yeah, it's the fucking best. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know that they they emailed season ticket holders, right? And they asked them to provide videos to the NHL or to the clubs. So they wanted Bruins fans to chant to they wanted them to complain without profanities about bad calls. And I'm like, you don't fucking know Boston, do you, you fuckheads? Holy shit. Okay, they're suggesting this, and these are also the same people that brought us the Boston Bruins Zoom session. They they know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> people were so upset about what Tuca said, and I'm like... It was a joke. It was, he wants a son. It, it's, it was funny. Like, it's okay. Yeah. He's not, he's not being misogynistic. He just, really seriously, people. Anyway, uh, yeah, they, they don't want us to, well, I'm not a season ticket holder. This was to the season ticket holders, but they don't want people to swear when doing their video for complaining about, a call, and I'm like, you've never been to a Bruins game, have you? Because we're all... You've never been to a game! Right, right, right. I look, except, for, except for Carolina, because if you curse there, they'll kick you out. Yeah, that's so weird to me. Now, I mean, I've been to I've been to Nashville, been to Bridge, Bridgestone, and I don't remember swearing, but I remember almost beating up a drunk woman because she just kept telling us that we stole her seats, and I'm like, these aren't your seats. They are not your seats. And then she realized that she should be in the seats next to me. And then she apologized for too long. And I was done. So done. But anyway, I went to Ohio and I basically caught the plague, caught the plague in Ohio. And I did not swear because I mean, and they didn't even score. Oh my God. The blue jackets didn't even score. So I have to go back. Yeah, You you want to hear the cannon. I want to hear the cannon. I wanted to be scared. By the cannon. And I didn't get that opportunity, so I have to go back. So, it's alright. I mean, the, you know, the seating there was about as bad as the balcony seating in the, in the, uh, in, in TD Garden became last season, or this season. So, I guess if I get thinner, it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard so many bad things about the garden. That I don't know, like, I, I've only been to one home Bruins game, but, but I've now heard so many bad things. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, it's just because what happened was that they, they announced they were making all these improvements and they mm-hmm. said they were putting in new seats. And we're all like, great. Except what they didn't tell us was that they were going Take to away t- room. Yeah, yeah they, they were taking away like six to seven inches of room for the seats. So that it was, it's not that I didn't fit in the seats and they also, they, they, they're cushioned on the seat and the back. So it's like, it's even, you know, it's comfortable, but you're, uh, if you can get in, but it's just, you know, they smush them all together so they could put more seats in. I am. That was bad. Yeah. Imagine 
of course, this does not apply to many people, but imagine if you're over, I would say, six feet, six two. My brother's six four. Um, our rock scientist, uh, Dr. Jeff, uh, six five? Six five. I've Th- seen him in person. Torture. Torture. He is he is a foot taller than me. <laughs> um I I go to hug him and like my arm my head is in his armpit. Not really great, but you know, whatever. When I hug my brother, the same thing happens, only because he's he's shoving my head into his armpit because he's way bigger than me and stronger and taking revenge uh, um, because I was once the bigger and older brother. Well, you're still the older brother. I'm still the older brother. I I think that Jeff could do that to me because he is bigger and stronger, but then I would go proceed to kick his fucking ass. Um, I gotta say, he's got the reach on you, but don't tell him. My money is on you. Yeah. I play dirty. I've said that <laughs> all along. I play dirty. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like seeing people take headshots on the ice and stuff. <laughs> but there is part of me that just gets a little bit of a tickle when somebody goes for somebody's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's right and you shouldn't do anything that's really going to hurt them. But, you know, <laughs> tap them on the balls. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, don't do it with the stick. But like if... Like just a little bloop, cup check, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> I play dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So. <laughs> wow, we got way off topic, but yeah. So they want. Uh, oh, they also wanted a video of people dancing as they would to shipping up to Boston. And I'm like. Oh. Only drunk people dance to that. Oh, God. I mean, granted, you know, like there was uh, there was that game against Montreal, uh, like, uh, what was it? 2014, I think. It was the year we had Iggy. Uh, yes. And we did not. We Yeah, the, the Bruins did not end up winning that series, but they won that game. And I went to that game and that was the game that uh, that. Uh, Thornton like squirted the water bottle at Subban and stuff like that. And that was game five was it game five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I the Bruins I, are up three to one. That was the last game they won. Um, well, well, three two. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that place was rocking when that song came on, but still, you know, it's like I don't know. This it's just kind of a dumb request right now. So whatever, it's all good. All right. I think I've said a, a lot and enough for now. How about you? I just hope that Bruins are healthy. I'm not worried about Poster not getting back. He's got good chemistry with his linemates. I just hope Kash, uh, Kasha, who's only played six games for the Bruins, develops very quick chemistry with whatever line he ends up playing on. Yeah, I know. It's like... Studnicka, I guess, has been playing up on the first and second right wing. Mm-hmm. And Studnicka, or Studnika, I'm sorry. I, However he says his name, I'm sorry. If he can do something at right wing on second line, put him there. I agree. You know what I mean? Um, I guess, uh, you know what? I don't know. 
I don't know if you can get Nessun where you are, because I know they sometimes have this uh, on YouTube and stuff. But on Friday, they're showing a practice, a 3 p.m. practice on Nessun. Uh, I totally don't have Anthony's login information from when he gave it to me three or four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You totally don't have it, wink. Totally don't have it. Nope. Don't have it at all. <laughs> okay. I you know, Unrelated, I owe him like a, a, a pizza or something for the non-existing entertainment that account has provided and allowed me to watch the Bruins. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe I, I will research some options and maybe next week we can decide on a gift that you can send him. Not a bad idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. It's right. fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you have been listening to Barely on Topic. We did stay pretty much barely on topic. Anyway, you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, either or. Spotify. Oh, yeah, Spotify. And other places where you can listen to your favorite podcast like us. So, uh, yes, you can find us on the interwebs uh, on uh, on Twitter at Barely on Barely on Podcasts. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm really bad at this, I told you. At Barely on Topic or on Facebook at Barely on Topic Podcasts. And you can reach us at our own personalized Twitter handles. I am at VA from RI. I've gotten that right twice in a row. Woo! And if I miss up my Twitter handle, please call the ambulance because it's my name at Nick Baggio. <laughs> you should just switch it to Bagel Bruin, really, but yeah, whatever. Like, well, like my tw- my actual at is Nick Baggio. My Twitter profile name, which you can change on a whim, is the a, a bear emoji. No, excuse me, a, a bagel emoji followed by a bear emoji. Right, right. I know. I've seen it many times. It's like it always like confuses me for a second, and then I'm fine. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, as for me. I, um, sometimes I have been known to put my actual first name Whoa! in, you know, but, you know, I'm going to just say, if you even understand my Twitter handle at all, you will already know what my first name is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can, you know what? I dare anybody, I dare people to just tell me what my first name is. There we go. There's your assignment for the week. <laughs> Tweet at at, at VR, VA from RI or tweet Barely on Topic podcast. Let's see if people are, or Barely on Topic, sorry, not podcast. Uh, let's see if people are listening. Woohoo! Tell me what my first name is. There we go. Okay. Uh, so I think that just about does it. Wow. That was a train wreck. Boom. <laughs> crash. Bang. Pow. You have the last word. Word.